Okay, guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ben Joe. Uh, we got a, a treat for you. Times three, a treat times three. We have uh, Josh Allison, Judy Allison, and uh, someone who's been with us before, Mr. Jason Humphreys of uh, King's Hayes and uh, Kid Kush. Is that right? Kush, just Kush. Yep. Oh, okay. I was, I just always just inflate the royalty of some of your bands. It's yeah, Kid Charlemagne. Yeah, that's my. That's a that's a co- uh, Steely Dan cover band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but uh, Josh Allison, uh, singer and songwriter, are you from the Huntsville area originally? I originally from Scottsboro, about forty five minutes east. The land of caves and milk and honey, I guess. That's right. We have camping and drinking. It's all we do. <laughs> that can that can inspire some good songs. I exactly. Mean, Especially if you accidentally fall down a pit or something. You yeah. The pit song part one. No, that's <laughs> But you can uh, check out Josh Allison and uh, I suppose Jason and Judy uh, around town every night of the week. You got Tuesdays at Bandito, Southside, I believe. Yes. Wednesdays at Nick's Restaurant, Brick yes. House on what, in Providence on Fridays. So, yes. hey, if you go out, you're, you're likely to see him working yeah. hard. Thursdays and Saturdays are kind of up in the air, but they are. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays are definitely days you can see me out in town. Awesome. And uh, Josh, you just got finished with your uh, first CD, is that right? Yes, first EP. First um, four original um, full band songs, and we did a couple of acoustic covers on this on the EP. Very cool. And uh, everyone show up April 25th at Bandito Southside for the CD release party. Yeah. There uh, will be delicious Mexican food as a given and awesome music. <laughs> it's from 8 to 12, actually, too. All right, all right. So uh, how'd you get into this whole songwriting gang thing? Well, I mean, to start off, man, I really wasn't about songwriting. It was just about the music. I, and as a kid, I loved sitting around the house drawing. I'd take a notepad and sit there with a pen and draw for hours, but my dad would be playing records constantly. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad would be playing records constantly, and... Um, and I was focused on drawing, but I was constantly listening. So, and then when I got into junior high, or yeah, junior high, I got into choir, and started singing, and got even more into music, and wanted to be in a band, quote unquote. Uh huh. You know, and then like I, all the cool kids. Yeah, and it <laughs> it wasn't about writing at all then. It was just wanting to learn more music, taking it in, drinking as much as I could, man, just to mm-hmm. get, just to dip my finger in different genres, but at the same time, just get as much as I could. You know, as fast as I could. You know? So were there instruments in the houses, or was it just all records all the time? Or? We had, we had. I mean, we had big. Uh, the hallway was full of records on the walls, but we had this big old piano, big stand-up piano that mm-hmm. was probably eight hundred pounds that we never moved, but it sat in the house, and we'd always sit and you know doodle on it as kids, this and that. But and picked up guitar when I was seventeen, junior in high school, but been singing for I don't know three or four years before that. I just needed a rhythm guitar player. I was tired of messing with guitar players, so I learned how to play guitar, and then a necessity there. <laughs> exactly, I, I learned how to play rhythm guitar, man, because I I had choir under my belt from junior high and high school, and then went off from there and, and tried to pursue the choir course, uh, you know, through college. But so what happened with the writing? Were you uh, into poetry or anything, or did you just? Well, you stumble into it by accident. I just day? stumbled into it. Actually, I was, you know, I, a friend of mine was just like, "Man, I know you can play some great covers. I know you can do some great music." He said, "But I want to hear one of your songs." I was like, mm-hmm. "One of my songs? I don't know about this." So I wrote the one. I wrote "Hold You." It was the very first song I've ever wrote in in my entire life. It was. I think I was like sixteen, seventeen, and 
I just, I don't know. Then I didn't really understand what the song's about. Hold you while you sleep, you know, holding the person as the, the most intimate moment. Uh-huh. Or the most, you know, I guess, what word am I looking for? Vulnerable. Word searcher. Vulnerable <laughs> moment. Uh, yeah. yeah, vulnerable moment at the time of day, man. You're you're asleep. There's you, you, People can draw on your face when you're drunk, when you're asleep, or paint your toenails. You know. Right, you find it's your friends. It's a very vulnerable find moment. Find your friends and enemies are. That's what sleeping. I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a, it, I didn't know, understood what that meant when I was when I first wrote it. I just, mm-hmm. st- I was, I was heart struck with a girl and I wanted to write a love song. All right. So, so did, did it uh, go through a lot of metamorphosis and changes as it grew up? Or yes, what? man. There's an original <laughs> version of this song that's horrible. It sounds like a 13 year old kid that just wrote a song for the first time. <laughs> and then I. But you kept it. working on it until oh, it's the nice well, polished gem exactly, that it is today. <laughs> exactly. I did. Never that, give up. That little that little hard piece of coal turned into a, like a little shimmering diamond. You know, once we got it recorded, because Judy helped me out. We mm-hmm. sat down, and I, you know, and, instead of trying to write something different i wanted to you know polish what i had and she helped me really polish and give this song guts a friend of ours gave us a book on songwriting and we were josh was pouring through it and one of the things it said was you know take a song whether it's one of your own or someone else's and just rewrite it Mm -hmm. and we tried to fiddle with some other people's songs but it didn't really work out and so josh decided to hold you i said well let's just rewrite it just do something different with it and it worked out that became the fuel of wanting to write more and then i started that's wonderful getting with other local musicians and stuff like that trying to write different songs and you know like that the one song on the cd it's um it's called satisfy really upbeat salsa tune great song (laughs) sat it sitting by myself i started the song i had an idea in my head about what i wanted to write about and it just it came out that day Almost. I so think. was that a, a big contrast from like Hold You, which you worked on for years and years, Good Lord, to like yes. this this other one that just fell out? <laughs> yes, it just yeah. fell out. Of Fully the tr- formed. Yeah, fell out of that tree. It was a perfect apple that fr- fell out instead of sitting there watching it, waiting for it to ripe. And just hit ripe, fell. So do you have? Do you? What's the ratio of like hard earned? Dug at this one for for years and uh, magic apple songs. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think we have. Uh, is it fifty fifty or is maybe, it? Maybe <laughs> I think we have two Magic Apple songs on, right. on the CD. Most the, of the hard earned ones probably aren't done yet. Yeah, yeah, right. they'll, they'll right. be uh, totally in different heads. in twenty years. Right? Yeah, that's still working on some right now too. <laughs> Somehow, when Josh was just plinking around on the guitar, and he said, "Hey, I just had this idea for the song," and and I said, "Do you want to write this by yourself, or do you want it, some input?" Mm-hmm. And so. He said, no, I don't mind if you have something to add. I'm like, I hear words, so I'm just going to sing along with whatever. And this was the first time that it really kind of became my song after that, you know. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I owned all the words and it just came out. Within two hours it was written. And that was that was a fun process. Yeah. But a lot of our other songs sometimes are very difficult. We spent our first day trying to write our first song we went to the backyard. Rigby, our little boy, was probably probably about six months at this point, mm-hmm. and we're like, we're staying in the backyard until we write a song. We're we felt like we needed creative to quarantine start. kind yes. of thing. I'm not leaving until we're done. <laughs> there was an idea, but we were having a hard time with all the mm-hmm. distractions. Ah, uh, yeah. And so we stayed in the backyard, and we took a lot of breaks, and um, 
We wrote a, a song called Shadows, and we haven't recorded that one yet. But. That might be on a full album. Yeah. It's definitely going to be on a full album. It's more of an electric song. That's a heavy hard rock song that's... Yeah, we're going to wait for that one. And you had a six-month-old, so you were just already into the oh, heavy yeah. metal, right? Right. <laughs> You're like, I'm staying up all night. Right. <laughs> Might as well get, like, really, really metal with it. <laughs> what else? What else? Teach them right when they're young. That's right. you got to keep them up a little bit, you know. They're going to keep you up. That's true. Right. You're right. Have them learn some sweet guitar solos on but the with, but with, with Did song? you call Jason up immediately when you're like, we have this metal solo we need? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Why, why, I gotta, why I gotta be pigeonholed like that? <laughs> <laughs> I like jazz. No, 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 no. Um, with the songwriting, man, I just, I don't know, like I said, it, it kind of, once we rewrote the, uh, the song Hold You, it, it kind of just kept the wheel slowly turning instead of getting sort of slowly stopping itself gradually it kept a momentum into where it turned into going into the studio and actually doing a six song EP man and it it, it was kind of a surreal moment but at the same time it gave me fuel to want to write more for the for for the LP or for the full album and I, I that right there if I can keep doing that then why not stop I mean it's like pouring water in one of those little wheels that you would sit there and constantly crank right you know? right if it keeps going if then it, the you better, better. Keep, <laughs> yeah if the stream's gonna constantly keep the wheel going why right. stop the stream you know yeah definitely and, and you never know when you're gonna hit like one of those ruts or something where you're exactly. like oh I'm at a wall that I didn't realize was there and now I can't yeah. write anything yeah, <laughs> which happens to everybody I think yeah yeah I've always been of the mindset that if, if you no matter what you're doing if the creative spark hits you stop what you're doing get it and down. immediately go find that notepad that you should find, have find stashed notepad, within two feet to record with <laughs> anything and go get it down because the time when you actually have time to sit down and do it right. you'll be like and my brain is all right. right gotta catch those apples when <laughs> yeah, they fall e- from exactly. the tree exactly the moral of this podcast will be catch the magic apples when they fall out of the yes. magic yes. music tree that's <laughs> right magic apples. or they'll rot on the ground they will if they hit <laughs> the ground, man. They, they get they once they hit the ground, it's it. You'll forget about them. Yeah, birds start picking at them. All sorts of terrible things. Exactly. Metaf- <laughs> terrible metaphorical <laughs> things happen to these metaphorical apples. If so don't let it. Happen. Well, um, yeah, we we're so glad you guys came in to Spice Rex Studios and gave us a live recording of this one. It's uh, Josh Allison, Judy Allison, and Jason Humphreys with Hold You. Oh uh-huh. 
Crystal. Oh, Oh, my gosh. I love that movie. Oh, my God. Fisky. (laughs) Fisky. (laughs) Jesus Christ. My girlfriend, I do the like this. I'm like, make peace. And she just hates it. Like, she freaks out. I'm just like, girlfriend, come back, girlfriend. Make peace. Skeksis one piece. Skeksis. Did you record that? <laughs> he recorded that. Skeksis. Skeksis podcast make entertainment. Girlfriend, love music. You steal your vital essence. Yeah, I love that guy. 
<laughs> the tiny glasses. Every evil doctor should have tiny glasses. Itty bitty ones that don't even, even really need. Smaller and smaller. The yes. more evil, the smaller the glasses. Exactly. Until right. there's just like, what's on your nose? I'm an evil doctor. It's okay. Okay, we're rolling. <laughs> Anyways. We're back. Evil doctor podcast. Um, anyways, <laughs> you're back at Spice Rack Studios. I'm Ben Job again. That was uh, Hold You with Josh and Judy Allison and Jason Humphreys live in our studio in Huntsville, Alabama. Thanks again for playing for us, guys. It was Thank lovely. You. That was fantastic. Lovely. It sounded great. So was bad. this y'all's uh, first foray with this EP into uh, the studio work and all that? To be in, in a professional studio, yes. For Josh. Yes, for me. For me. She's worked in studios before because, you know, she's, you know, she's a Jedi in what she does. <laughs> I've done it a couple times. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever been in a professional, professional studio like mm-hmm. that. It's not some, it's not a microphone in some dude's Somebody's, basement. Right. Right, where he's like sleeping beside you. While... Exactly. That or, <laughs> hey man, hey. There I are many of these. I promise you we're going to get this sounding just like it does on Pro Tools. It's going to sound so great. It's we have semi-pro so tools. It's good. I know. Everybody goes, everybody's goes. everybody got to go digital somehow to get it out into the <laughs> interwebs. Bush League tools. Exactly. But I wanted... I wanted. I have some tools. They're I, tools. I just wanted, I wanted it recorded the way... This is wrench. Ray Charles did it. The way Aretha Franklin did it. The way, you know, everybody that it's come before us that it sounds so clear crisp and warm and just a warm mm-hmm. blanket of music instead of that full analog exactly refreshing. There, is, there is screw ups there's wrong notes there's slides oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. you know there's certain parts of the song that are gonna it might go weird but at the same time it's on the tape man exactly keep it on <laughs> tape and you never know like the biggest mistakes some of the biggest mistakes are some of the best songs there, there, the there were some yeah there were there were some really really fantastic vocal performances that were captured and so yeah, well i think I you mean, get a good the, you get a good spirit when you're doing that kind of recording where you're like yeah. even if you screw up you're just like all right i gotta do twice as good now because exactly. i messed up a little bit yeah. exactly. and it, it yes. just it throws you into your game Yep. It's surge. dragging and screaming. If you don't want to be there, you're still gonna, the vi- <laughs> still gonna be that, there. Yeah, the vibe of that studio was 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 great. It was it was perfect. And that I was Muscle Shoals. Job. No, this the, the no. this was at 1979. Well, oh, okay. 1979 studios in Nashville. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, that's where, that's where we went. Yeah, um, yeah, and everything in there is is like, you know, just all this cool cool old old gear. They actually record straight down to two inch tape. Mm-hmm. You know, they got this old board. It's and it, but but it all sounds fantastic. It's all um, functional and, and working. You know, it's yeah. I don't know. Having four monitor mixes and each each of your headsets was nice. Right, was personal right. Personal monitor mix. It was yeah, nice. yeah. It, <laughs> it was great. Chris is is I don't know. I always mess up his last name. Chris Mara. Mara. Chris Mara. Yeah. Is the uh, main engineer there at Welcome to 1979 mm-hmm. and owner, but the guy knows his equipment. And he knows how to tweak the slightest little things and make it the world, make it make, make a world of difference. It's insane. But on on top of the place being just a cool atmosphere with it being two stories downstairs, hardwood walls to where you can collect that reverb around the room. Mm-hmm. He's got the old thirties uh, ribbon microphones on each side of the wall on each side of the room to where it catches all that reverb. Right. And. Um, then on you know on top of that he's he's upstairs in his control room to where man if anything he's got these cameras that are on us to where he can see us and he can and on top of all of this little you know 
the detailed logistics of having just a cool studio. He is one of the coolest laid back guys I've ever yeah. met. Yeah, that's, he, he that's very special for a, for a great yeah. engineer to he be. Did, he didn't <laughs> rush. He did not push me to do anything. He looked at me and said, have you overprepared? I said, yes. He said, now it's time to relax. Mm-hmm. And then if I told him, hey, man, I'm stressing out right now. I want to go outside and smoke a half a pack of cigarettes and drink probably half a cup of coffee and freak out for a minute. And I'll come back. He said, take your time. Whenever you're ready, just let me know. There was well, no well, hey, props to them because I rarely hear about studio atmospheres yeah. like that, dude. I'm not kidding, you, man. And and I just I, 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 I felt like a rock star just because I was it was just being treated with such kindness, mm-hmm. you know. And it was just relaxed. Like I said, he was not pushing us at all. And he even told me the first date, if we have to stay over, we have to stay over. If we get done early, we get done early. He said, let's just make a record. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, product-centered kind of That's uh, what I'm saying. Play the music. Let's mm-hmm. just get it done. Let's have some fun. And at the same time, you know, he didn't tell us if it was a bad take. He would just say, ah, let's run that back again. You know? <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't yeah. say that. Try it again. Kind of bad, guys. He'd say, oh, that, that's just... Okay, that... He'd say, yeah. He wouldn't He wouldn't tell you, <laughs> like, like, you'd say, hey, how'd that sound? He'd say, oh, that sounded great. Let's do it again. Yeah. Right, knowing, right. knowing full well that this is tape and this is destructive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like he was just he was just telling you yeah it's, it's like I'm like, changing the reels but <laughs> hold and if on. it was a good mix he'd say hey come up come Aren't up and listen to it uh-huh. yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. well like, that's important I mean morale and all that stuff comes into play you know, no matter how disciplined uh, an artist is I mean yeah you're you're uh, listening to your own art is, is hard for people you know dude and if they can ease yeah. that ease people into like representing themselves well is, is kind of a magic uh, in the studio in my opinion you know oh, yeah yeah, we, you get, I mean, you had so, so many cool things come together for the album. I mean, besides, I mean, like I can't stress enough the vocal performances. You know, when you when you listen to this album, you know, understand these 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 weren't like, you know, cut and pasted overdub. Let's take this chorus and put it over here and let's do this. And this was right. all like, mm-hmm. for the most part, it, it, it may have been every single one. Josh is actually playing the rhythm guitar and singing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. with Judy in the room, all together in the same room, and you know, in their own booth, but. I mean, these are the performances you get. Mm-hmm. We're playing in the band in the in the next room, looking at each other, and and then you get this amazing vocal performance, and uh, and you so, get the you get the benefit of people with the eye contact, yeah, <laughs> and oh, and, and yeah. the uh, the symbiosis, yeah, I guess I, you could call it. I can't tell you how great it felt being able to stand where the corner I was standing in to the right of me was Judy, you know, and if you fan across, you know, my vision or my eyesight, there was. Judy to the right, and then in the middle was Jason, and then Mike was towards the left, and then Andrew was all the way to the left. Uh-huh. And it was just like we were still, you know, sitting up in a room with all these microphones set up around us, and we're all just playing the song like we're doing it live, you know. But we were in a vocal booth; we all had our headphones, and and but it was live recording. It was everything that all the bare bones and foundation of the four main original track, full band tracks, are all were all done the first day. We had those. We had the bare bones foundation done, which is vocals, rhythm, guitar, bass, drums, drums and then we added organs. organs. Yeah, we had organs. We had uh, Glockenspiels. We had Willets or Jason. This guy was. Yeah, apparently Jason runs every every musical machine there is. <laughs> he was the, he, talented. He was oh, the ex, like the. He's he like, was, hey, do you want me to play this? We're yeah. Like, what don't you, you play, play Jason? That to you? Mm, double read instruments, but he also <laughs> okay. at the same time all those single ones. I'm no I'm 100 percent mastered. No bassoon. No bassoon. No oboe. Oh also, he actually. I mean, he was a very key, vital part of producing. With the with the yes, uh, with Jason the, had yeah. an amazing ear, and he would hear things that we needed to exactly. either add or 
you know, hey, why don't we try this? And then he had the talent to actually perform it. So it was cool. And Jason, you've had um, a good amount of experience in the studio before, too, yeah. before this. Yeah. So you had the, you had some fresh faces and some experienced, and yeah, experienced minds. Experience. Yeah, yeah. I was an engineer back in the 90s at a digital recording studio. But it, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, I, that, that's why it was such a great experience for me. It was, it was probably my, my best experience in a studio ever. Just the atmosphere, oh, Chris. Thank you. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, could have had maybe no. I'm just, um, <laughs> Except uh, all those terrible things. I mean, it wasn't beer in the studio. That, that was unusual. No drinking. Um, <laughs> Lots of coke. <laughs> Judy, Judy keeps vodka. everybody straight. <laughs> but, yeah. And then the musicians. This will be mean, a was, sober recording. It was Andrew Sharp. It was Michael Kilpatrick, and you had mm-hmm. uh, very talented guys. Yeah. And you had uh, Cody. from Five O'Clock Chat. Yeah, Cody Allen put, did the aux percussion, and then from Chad Five and then Chad Reeves. Chad Reeves. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, all top notch musicians come in, play their part, know their do their job, do it very well. It was, well, that's a great ad for them because I don't know. I very rarely can't stress that enough. Here, like a, a pleasant, productive atmosphere in some studios. Oh, we're yeah. going back. I, we're definitely going I just want to tell Chris, I, I told Chris Martin, I was like, man, I'm I'm definitely coming back here to do my full album. If, if not by the end of this year, definitely <laughs> next year, I want to come up here and start doing some rhythm awesome. tracks. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about this next uh, track, Pieces Together? Yes. Um, I actually have the tattoo on my thumb. It's a um, corner piece with the, with the uh, ocean water. My, um, my mother passed away six years ago and um, she was she was really into um, jigsaw puzzles and she taught me and my five sisters and my two brothers big Irish family mm-hmm. we all used to sit down and do jigsaw puzzles together and she taught taught us if you put the sides and the corners together the middle will put itself together so that's um, when she passed away I didn't actually have that song written and played it different songs for her funeral and then got home and it took me I think it did it might have taken me two take, taken me two days to wrote, write the song so I sat there and just thought of the best way I could represent her and that was the best way I could represent her she was the corner piece of our family that kept the sides together and kept the middle everything together and that's pretty much what this song's about well that's awesome and I, I hear that a lot from different musicians and stuff that when something traumatic like that happens yeah. it, it almost uh, if if your art's available like it is with most musicians it just it's it's there you know as mm-hmm. an outlet and a way to cope even you know yeah mm-hmm. it's like having a paintbrush that has paint already in the stick <laughs> right it already knows what it exactly. needs to paint all you gotta and all do that. is just start swiping and going and it came out pretty pretty easily man and, and it's one that you know of course that all my family members are really sentimental about and what their favorite of all my originals but it was the most emotional song to record in the studio. Yeah. And to hear it played back. 17,000 times. It was it was very moving. <laughs> you know, it, it not one time did we listen to it and not feel it. Uh, yeah, I had, All right. I had to keep, I the, kept walking. Emotionally out. draining, right? Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a part on that song that I, I'd like to talk about. Cause sure. People, people should, these are the, this was so cool. Uh, so Josh is playing this. Remember, he's playing live and he's singing live, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, this is my favorite song of Josh's. It's the only. It's the song I remember from the first time we met when we played that cancer benefit together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and then I hadn't seen for a couple of years or something. And then it's like, oh hey, I remember that song about the puzzle pieces. Um, but anyway, so we're he, he's there playing and he, he sings this line 
that says uh, about. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean those things. I, I didn't mean those things that I said. Kind of like you know mm-hmm. when someone passes away and you go, "Gosh, I wish I hadn't said that." And he hits his guitar, just bam. Yeah. And and so we're listening. We're listening back to it. And I, when I heard that, I'm sitting there and I'm like. You know, it just right, you, you pulling know? you. And, and then we listen back to it the next day, and it's like, I forget who mentioned it, but someone said, "Oh, that guitar part's too loud there." And Chris, the engineer, I looks did. over and says, "I turned it up." Yeah. Oh, and nice. It was just like, it was <laughs> like, oh, he got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Chris got the notion. Jason heard it before I did. I thought I just messed up. I he he. I think Josh just subconsciously. You know, strumming mm-hmm. his guitar a little bit harder in frustration, right? Yeah, and feeling the moment of the song, but it does yeah. turn into. And that's wonderful that he captured it. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to change it. Yeah, so we got <laughs> to download that. Listen for that part and let us know if you found it. Yes. That's a, yeah, it's a, it's. Yeah, and man. his vocals on that on you know when he when the when the guitar drops out a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, it's a very intimate moment, also. You know, but yeah, that song is. It's pretty incredible. It pulls on you. Just to let you know about the ocean and the birds and seagulls at the beginning and the end. My mother's favorite animal was a killer whale, the orca. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my tribute to her because she wanted her ashes when she passed away to be spread out in the ocean. Well, certain under certain circumstances, I, it did not happen. So this was kind of my... Spreading. Way. Yeah, yeah. This is my ocean. Yes. This is my ocean for my mom. Oh, that's wonderful. So, well, good to hear it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this will be pieces together.
Josh and Judy Allison and Jason Humphreys with uh, Pieces Together. And you wanted to dedicate this one to someone? Uh, yes, um, Mr. Burt Cogburn. He was a, um, he's an excellent songwriter, music enthusiast, friend, big brother, I mean, uncle to a lot, to a, a huge amount of people in Huntsville and around and this area. Father to our friend Christian Lee, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just recently lost him, and I like that. Dedicate that to him. I'd like to dedicate that to him. And his family. Yeah. Burt Cogburn. Great guy. And usually when you, you play like a song like that, it brings you back to where you're at when you're writing it, you know? So yeah. it always mm-hmm. always bring you back a little bit. Well, I wanted to ask you guys, um, what, what kind of venues and stuff do you enjoy playing around here? Like, is there any plate, special places you feel like people should show up to more? You'd like to ex- give some exposure or places you just enjoy playing around Huntsville? All of them are great. I think the places that Josh plays, you know, on a regular basis, each mm-hmm. one has its own nuance and atmosphere. Its own type of crowd is, or something? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like like Bandito Southside is where we met. It was his first regular gig at Huntsville after moving back here from North Carolina. And, you know, it's, he's been there almost a little over three years now. Yeah, it's the beginning of the week. It's I get my Sunday and Monday day of hanging out with the kids and rest. Uh-huh. And my voice is like in fight and shape Tuesday afternoon, ready to go. So Tuesdays are that's the night to see him. Always a good mood. See Josh built it. Family exactly. night, yeah. you know, and, in the beginning. And then on, on top of that, Wednesday nights at, at Nick's, you know, they, it's it's 
another great place I love to play. It's just because the atmosphere is great. It's real laid back, relaxed cigar bar. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of atmosphere to where, you know, you you never ever see anybody get out of control ever. It's just it's the atmosphere place. is so, so chilled sometimes out. Sometimes in yeah. the back you they can get them getting kind of kind of <laughs> rustling up there in the back because I think they might just <laughs> have one too many cookies. But it, <laughs> too many cookies. That was the most awkward plug of that. One or two too many. But I definitely definitely have to say the sound sound and atmosphere of of Tuesday nights at Bandito and Wednesdays at Nick's are my two favorite places. In the the brick house on Friday nights. Well, I mean, their patio during the spring is... is, It's amazing. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's always packed. Always fun, always great atmosphere, and of course you're outside enjoying the weather. But mm-hmm. you know, for certain seasons, all the time, Tuesday nights is my night to. It's usually the night I'm warmed up and I'm feeling good, and it's the beginning of the week. It's not like a, you know, quote unquote Monday. You know, like everybody dreads Mondays. Right, right. You're it's like, not my yes, Monday. It is Tuesday. my Monday, but it's not my <laughs> Monday. It's, right, right. It's I'm my warmed up beginning of the week. Hey, I'm going to show you what I got, and we're going to have some fun. And it usually turns out great. The sound's great there. I mean, definitely. Bandito Southside. And, yeah, and it's Nick's. a cool. It's a cool place and like a pretty pretty large with the two sections and everything. So you can get a, get a decent amount of folks in there. Oh yeah, man. There's I mean, there's plenty of, plenty of times where we'll, we'll be playing and then you know they'll have we'll have like a ten to fifteen person family or a mm-hmm. group that's sitting over in the, in the dining room that would come over to the bar section. Right, I mean, just it's not a, really classified as a you bar draw section, them in, <laughs> but it's a bigger, it's a bigger right, right, booths and carriers yeah, and whatnot, pretty much. Yeah, I, I, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that the bandito up on Governors, our our bandito on this side, will like expand and kind of mimic that south side. Because you're like, yeah, these guys are playing bandito or whatever, and it's always like south side. Exactly. And like, oh, I, I, oh yeah, that's kind of a drive for me, but uh, worth but, it though. Yeah, it it definitely is. It definitely is a great place down on the south side. <laughs> But yes. I'm I'm still crossing my fingers that they'll move in with uh, I think it's straight to Ale and all that into Stone Middle School um, that would be awesome. development. There was yeah, there was cool. I think there was more people uh, talking about Bandito moving in there like come on wishful thinking we can do it. <laughs> but uh but yeah there's some great shows there's uh, you can hear jazz there every week I believe yeah and um, there's there's not a whole bunch of jazz venues around much anymore so no. and uh, as always great food there dude. oh yeah. So, uh, Satisfy, you want to talk about this one? A little change of pace? Man. Um, I don't know. I was I, I wanted to write an upbeat song. It's just because I was tired of writing melancholy mm-hmm. love songs with minor chords. So it's like, uh, okay, let's stop. Let's let's do a different route here. Let's go to a different, different road. So I started on a road with, I wanted, I, in my mind, I was thinking of like a dark, disgusting, pit of a dive bar that's like a salsa dance club uh-huh and and you pretty much go in they've done I, I, you never know i don't know you don't know if they, they, they serve food or not but they definitely serve alcohol and they definitely have a hardwood dance floor they got smoke they got lights you know it's just like i said disgusting little dive bar but think I, of a got a soul in, in it <laughs> you think of the background music of that Right. <laughs> and that's what I thought of when I... Did you have to listen to anything to amp you up for it? No. No, I actually <laughs> just, listened Just the to idea more. was enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listened to more before the studio just to get some ideas of what kind of percussion I wanted in it. Uh-huh. Before 
the studio and then and was that fun to like pick out like oh i have all these strange instruments i can throw in here <laughs> yeah man you talk i'm i i youtubed everything i could think of dude everything glass uh, salsa xylophone acoustic salsa <laughs> You know, acoustic dance salsa, this and that, but mm-hmm. it just it turned out the way it did, man. And and I think it I think it just it it made itself. The song made itself because it was like we had this layer done, the full layer done, and then it was like, well, we can stick this on there. Well, let's stick this on there. Cody and Mike getting out their bags of tricks. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cody Allen, the percussionist, <laughs> and Mike Kilpatrick. They the opened up man. their bags of shakers. You know, they're shit. psyched because yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, we had three different size cowbells, <laughs> and they were like. Box. <laughs> Let's Which try cowbell this one. sounds the best? And then we'll try yes. this cowbell, and then the we'll try mama, this one. The papa, Do it once. Yes. Baby yeah. I think the mama, the mama worked the best. The, mama, the papa the was too low, and the baby was just tink, tink, tink. The Goldilocks. <laughs> too many percussionists can spoil a bra, but just yeah, enough. It, 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 seriously. <laughs> but it Jason, was many started it. I think that, but that one song, I think that was the one song that everybody in the studio had the most fun with. Musician, mm-hmm. I think. Am, am I wrong? Am I yeah, right? I got to play my classical. I haven't played yeah. it in a couple of years. It was nice the classical day. guitar really made that song. Yeah, it really was the the buttercream on the cake. Yeah, it was, it was, was really. talking about food. <laughs> Very hungry guests we tonight. Hungry. <laughs> we always keep our guests hungry. Cake, so they... <laughs> cake and steak. Just it just hey, keeps it expedient, I guess. Cafe, cake mm-hmm. and steak. Cake and steak. Hmm, steak cake? I don't know if it... But I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, chicken, <laughs> get the... chicken and waffles, steak and cake. Oh, yeah, chicken and waffles, man. But like I said, Legit. man, it was, just, it was the coolest track in the studio to where we when we went through it, we got done with it, we had fun with it. We were mm-hmm. I, I was having a blast the entire time. I couldn't see him because he was upstairs. That's made it so much fun. It was one Dancing. of those at the end where we're like, yes. Yes. Ugh, it feels so Did y'all end up recording end that towards the end, or was that yes. just... We, I was about to say, that sounds that. like a celebratory, like, yes, we finished when, it. It was so yeah. funny, like, when they gave us the rough, when Chris gave us the rough mixes the first day, we took it back to our friend's house where we were staying and listened to it, and at the end of it, he still recorded or left it on there at the end of it, it says, yeah, I want to hear that one. Yeah. So we got done, and it's like, all you can hear is, stop, and then, yeah, I want to hear that one. For me, just because, <laughs> right, right. I knew in my right, headphones right. it sounded great. It sounded, it sounded perfect to me in my headphones so I was just like alright we gotta do that we gotta hear this one and then that was the one we kept it was great yeah, I'd say that, that one has the most sort of production in it but but it, I mean it's all it all fits it's all appropriate you know mm-hmm. it wasn't production for the sake of production a big Latin like, tune I mean it's yeah, gonna be it's gonna I, be so a I, production I, if I, it's I, done right I had exactly. to play the on it I was like I have to have some kind of piano yeah. <laughs> it's a Latin tune we yeah exactly cool. nothing like some upbeat organ dude it yeah. was it, it turned out it turns out to me it turned out so great so awesome. Well, this is a clip of uh, Satisfy off the new album EP, Hold You. April 25th is their CD release party at Benito Southside. You can also see them every Tuesday night, Benito yeah. Southside. Um, thanks again for coming out, guys. Anything else you need to mention before we go? Thanks for listening. Thanks for, <laughs> well, you know, I, personally, I, Josh and I would love to thank everybody in Huntsville and on Facebook most of our friends from here who supported us on Kickstarter yeah we were able to raise over $7,000 to do the recording for this and that's awesome in 19 and days. it runs out fast wow yeah <laughs> we, ra- we we uh, raised the money in 20 days mm-hmm. and we spent it in two right <laughs> pretty much spending money's easy but, yeah. but we a have... studio recording is, oh, is yeah. not cheap and it, it was we couldn't have done it without support of 
a lot of Josh's fans, you know, and friends of ours. Yeah, and, so Tennessee uh, Valley, this is you. Definitely. <laughs> this is yes. what you've helped make. So. Seriously, yeah. man, I, I'm, I'm. that's the best way to put it because people were pretty much pre-ordering their CDs and stickers and, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and shirts and stuff like that. So it's not like they're just giving me money and I'm sticking it in our yeah. pocket and we're going to mm-hmm. see what we can do with it. No, it's... You bought this. They bought live and shows, we're making this. house mm-hmm. parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they bought house parties. They bought everything. They bought pol- we have not Polaroids. I want to say I'm Polaroids, disposable but cameras. disposable cameras. We took into the studio and just took random pictures while we were playing. Awesome, and, yeah. Like they were there, and and what we're gonna do is just mail it to them to where they bought the camera. Yeah, yeah. And they, they actually get, the, get to come pick it up at the CD release party. Yeah. And we have a few available for door, door prizes. Yeah, All right. It's just, so it's if just, you didn't get in on the action early, you can still get one. Pretty much right. like your CD like, release party. Yeah, like you were there with us. It was fun. But definitely, thank you for everybody from the Kickstarter people to the, the regulars that come out to my shows regularly and keep asking me for original CD and original <laughs> music. I thank every single one of them, man. Before it was kind of a yes. nuisance, but now it's right, like, right. All dog, I got you. Yeah. You got something. something now. Yeah, you I got, got something. Got product, and yeah. we are ready mm-hmm. to start. You know, we got the sail on the boat. Let's just the wind pick up now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you're if you're listening in an audience to a band, ask them to play an original song and watch their faces light up. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely, there's definitely. Nothing better than playing. You know, when you're playing in a cover band or whatever, mostly covers, and someone says, "Hey, you have any originals?" Uh, one, two, three, four, go. Yes. And they'll pull out the best one too, yeah, because they want to. They want to melt your face. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, awesome. People can find you at uh, joshallison.rocks. That's dot r o c k s. Yes. Goes to uh, Josh Allison's Facebook. Yes. Uh, you can find uh, eventually links to the web uh, to the CD and all that good stuff, which will be up on the interwebs. But yes. before all that, go April twenty fifth, Southside Bandito for the CD release party. Like they said, um, door prizes. And uh, be there. You're gonna play uh, the album live, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna play the the right. the EP entirety, but we're also gonna have a couple of um, um, original acts just to open up the night. But we're definitely gonna kick everything off about eight o'clock, and then let them to two acts go, and then the full band. We're gonna do the EP, and then after that, we're just gonna have some fun, play some play some of our favorite covers, do this and that, hang out with whatever. the people. Exactly. Yes. Have definitely have some meet and greet time to where people can you know mm-hmm. talk to us about the album, this and that. But definitely, I would love to have every musician that was in that studio on that stage. Awesome. And, uh, I mean, the folks that support you get to meet you, and you get to meet all them. So that's a wonderful, like, interface that, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. they might have they might have pressed a button one time, and now you get to come full circle and with it. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. A lot of people from Kickstarter, they bought CDs, and they live from out of town. Have or, no uh, idea. Of yeah, town. yeah. And they're going to be there. They're, we've got a family that's actually flying from Chicago. Yeah. That's oh, that's down. awesome! Yes. They bought it. Well, thanks, package. Internet. Look what you did. They bought it. They <laughs> bought, they yeah. bought something. They, they bought are. tickets off a of Kickstarter, and they're actually driving or flying down for the just for the city <laughs> release party. That is awesome. Well, good to hear it. Uh, thanks again, Josh, Judy, Jason, again for coming back and seeing us. <laughs> yeah, I I just like to say thank you guys for what you do. Yes, and, uh, and we appreciate it. And I know you guys do this stuff out of the goodness of your heart. <laughs> you know, and, and what you guys believe in, and so I just want you to know that I really respect that, and I think it's awesome. Absolutely, you guys do. I am yeah. so excited that there is a local internet streaming website. Radio. Yeah, we we get um, presents every day because we have all these people coming out of the woodwork that we didn't know, like all these metal bands that I had no idea yeah. about, and they're yeah. they're that's awesome. What, that's what has a great hundred percent production, you're like amazing. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> they come to our doorstep, so we enjoy it, and we love having you guys. Uh, 
Wish you the best of luck. And uh, we'll see you at April 25th at Bandito Southside. Uh, thanks again for listening. This this podcast, as well as uh, some of uh, the Allison's and Jason stuff, will be up on our streaming website. That would be spice-radio.com slash radio. Have a good night. been a production of spice radio from huntsville alabama you guys know what you want and you don't have to do too much to get it get with us at spice-radio.com if you have a podcast you make music or art or you have an event that you want to promote in the tennessee valley you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spice radio huntsville or on twitter at spice radio hsv and again our website spice-radio.com